The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour With your hosts Joe Bond Ah, you're awful <laughs> And A.J. Applegar Sin Shu Chu It's a mouthful Right, right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, Mr. Robot, ah. AJ Applegarth. What's up, man? What up? Oh, a lot. My kids are on a extended winter break for snow days and now COVID, and I don't feel like my kids are ever going to leave the house again. It sucks. I'm tired. They won't. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they'll turn 18 and still won't leave. So don't, don't, no. Welcome Do not your put future. your AJ voodoo on that ever. You are evil. You are evil for that. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, man. Um, we are not, we are not wearing these, uh, these fine suits and t shirts for, uh, for nothing, guys. It's not for New Year's. It's not a t shirt. It is a tuxedo T-shirt. Okay. And a real clip-on rainbow bow tie. Rainbow <laughs> tie. <laughs> okay. Um, AJ's going about as mad as I am right now. So, um, yeah. Speaking of that, we are – what I was trying to get to is we are going to be doing our fantasy football award show. So let's have some fun tonight, man. Um before we get into it, though, let me remind everybody, or I guess ask, please, nicely, um, to subscribe, follow us, leave those reviews, uh, whatever you need to do on YouTube, Periscope, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen, uh, helps us out a lot, and uh, we appreciate you uh, doing so. Also, I need to just let everybody know and thank everybody listening that reads the site, whatever. Uh, just for an amazing 2021. Uh, this is the first show of 2022 for us. Uh, we set record highs in in page views, you know, readership, users, uh, followers for the site, followers for the podcast, you know, watches and listens everywhere. Like everything was 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 phenomenal for the site. So, um, thank you all for for reading and listening and watching and. Apparently coming back for more uh, after you did it the first time, despite AJ being here. So, um, <laughs> how do you think they came back? <laughs> uh, I exude no. content. Okay. Um, no, comedy. Sorry, I spelled it wrong. Right. But yes, no. Thank you for that, and uh, hopefully, bigger and better things are in store for 2022. We are already working on some new stuff. Uh, you know, we we have built out our. NBA fantasy, NHL fantasy staffs. We've got a new dynasty, not new. It's a second edition of our dynasty baseball staff um, with some returning stars, but you know that they are still there. Um, just going to make things bigger and better. And, uh, you know, we'll be getting into a lot of that stuff as, as the year goes on. So uh, please keep coming back. We appreciate it. And uh, look, we honestly, I mean, we wouldn't be doing this still if it wasn't for you guys. So we, we definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, coming coming back and, and reading and listening. So, anyway, man, uh, let's get our beer of the week. Mm, beer. Uh, I am drinking a beer that 
apparently you've had before, and I'm not sure if it was on the show or not, but it's other half triple Mylar bags. And it's a Imperial, triple Imperial IPA, 10.8% and um, yeah, I mean, after the week I've had dealing with my kids yelling and screaming all week, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a 10.8%er. So cheers. <laughs> yes, I, um, uh, I did have that uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, I believe. Was it a couple of weeks ago? I, I couldn't. Yeah. I just knew that you checked it in. I saw it on Untapped. I, I gave it a much higher rating than you. I liked it a lot, um, and I saw you even like knocked it down a peg. But <laughs> I yeah, the the second one I had, I, I did knock down. Um, I don't know. I'll get another one. They're they're tasty. I mean, I I enjoy it. I like, I, I like, I like all their it. stuff. I get it though. I get I get what your comment was where they kind of tasted all the same, but it, like. They're still just kind of good, <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I mean, their their beer's awesome. So yeah, December eighteenth. This you're one right. tastes that like was... the other one. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was just a few weeks ago. It was not a show beer though. So first no. first time we've had it on the show. Yes. All right, what you got? I myself am drinking the third of four beers that I was given for the Treehouse Brewing Co. Uh, this one is the the Raven. Uh, quote the Raven. Drink some more. Um, it is a black IPA, um, hmm. dark Cascadian ale, as they say. The ABV is only a seven percenter, but no need to fear. As this is an award show, um, I will go ahead and give myself the award for drinking the most right now, uh, because I have my friend. The cooler. Baby, baby cool blue. <laughs> Comcast, connection, whatever the fuck. I don't know. My cooler. Uh, All right. Is cooler than you. <laughs> Fair enough, uh, man. All right. Uh, I feel like we got something else we need to say first. Of course. Of course we do. And that would be keeping it real with the theme of the night and all in black here. Granted, I still have my Christmas tree up. That's Our fine. friends from Manscaped, the leader in under the waist trimming. I, I I'm just gonna break right into it here. Um, you know, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about doing doing something a little crazy. I know for me, okay. Uh, I, I'm I, I've been letting my uh, my tuft here grow out a little bit. Um, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna trim in like a little bit of a either depending on how it flows, either Superman S or a Batman, you know, Batwing. Um, just why not? Uh, okay, you know, I'm somebody's hero somewhere, and uh, <laughs> I need to. I need to let that let that go. I, I'm leaning a little more towards the Batman. Um, because, you know, if you can be anybody, you, you'd be Batman. Uh, plus, I found a random Lego Batman figure at a Wawa gas station when I was pumping gas. Cape and all. He was a little beat up, uh, but, you know, he won the battle. And uh, I've, okay. I've, I have him riding in my car with me. He's attached to my radar detector. That's right. Yes. Welcome to the 90s. I have a radar detector. Oh my because gosh. I drive fast and take chances. You know where I don't take chances though? My downstairs area. 
and you don't want to take a chance with a crappy razor with a dulled out blade you cut your boys you're gonna have a bad time get with manscaped get 20 percent off get free shipping use our promo code f6p20 do it absolutely you will thank us and your balls will thank you absolutely manscaped.com Absolutely. So, um, just quick before we jump into our awards, uh, you know, look, it's week 18, you know, probably 99.5% of you are, are not playing your leagues, but for those of you who are listening and watching and are, are still playing, you know, just the only, the only news and notes for the week really is this, like, uh, the Bengals have already announced they're going to sit their, their, their studs, uh, Mixon's already on COVID IR. He's out. Um, and then the Packers, I, they haven't announced that they're sitting everybody yet, which is just idiotic. But I can't fathom that they would risk uh, Rodgers and Adams and Jones and Dylan and, and then some to get hurt in Week 18 when it is completely meaningless. They are the only team that has locked up the number one seed. So there's no way that they play them. Um, but keep an eye out for like other players that – um, if you are playing this week, other players who are going to be out because they're going to get rested or whatever. Um, and then, of course, we always have to worry about COVID, too. So that that as well. And then uh, the other news is Antonio Brown. Like, I don't even know what to think with the situation. Like, you know, we saw the, the video of him leaving the sideline and it was dramatic. And, you know, everybody, of course, is just throwing it to like the mental illness. And look, it, it, you know. We have no idea if that's actually true. Everybody just kind of goes there. He does do some, let's be honest, he does some pretty stupid things. Um, and he's done it for many, many years. So it's very possible, but who knows? Um, and, you know, he's trying to come out and say, like, it was an angle injury. Like, I have no idea, but it makes for a fun story. I'm not going to lie. It is It is kind of just interesting to see it unfold. Um, not really fantasy related. It's kind of wanted to bring that up because it's just... Yikes! I will say, some of the memes and like the the gifts and stuff that they get sent out, they are they are pretty hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you saw the one that I posted on uh, on the Slack channel where it was like AB talking to his agent, and it was the Seinfeld clip. Did you see that one? I didn't yet. Oh yeah, go go on the random channel. It's probably it's from yesterday. It's really hilarious. It's 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 George and and Jerry talking and and uh, George is like, I don't know, man. I what I did was bad. And it's just like, I mean, everybody gets emotional, man. Just just go back and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm emotional. It's like it's that whole skit. And like if you remember the episode, it's hilarious. This uh, was one of it. my favorites. I I posted that one today. Yes. Every day is a half, a half day. day. <laughs> you just fucking leave. <laughs> yeah, so that is hilarious. correct. Correct. Yeah, I sent that one. Uh, I sent that one out today too. So, um, yeah, yeah. There, there's some really good ones. I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm harmless fun. I think it is. Hopefully, it is. Who knows? But well, all right, man. I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah dive into it because I'll I'll be on a soapbox for a while. Exactly. Um, so let's move on here, man. Um. Twenty twenty one awards, baby. Woo! Um, so we're gonna start with the quarterback position, and um, 
so we, you know, as if you guys watched this show last year, it is the we we've named all of our awards after players in the past uh, who were likely winners of this award if we had done it back then. And number one, we're doing the Ryan Leaf Quarterback Bust Award. I'll be honest, man, I I had a tough time picking one here. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, we, we both did, you know, we kind of threw out names and went like, really? I mean, it's not, it wasn't that bad. Honestly, a lot of the quarterbacks, even if you kind of reached for one, they all performed. I mean, they all had some down weeks. Like, you know, we complained about Mahomes for a stretch there, but he's kind of turned things around. Um, Kyler's had some bad games, but you know, he's overall like point total wise and average week point total been good. Uh, and I, Obviously, Brady's had up and down weeks, but he's been a stud. Um, everybody up top has been really, really good. Like, the quarterback position just sort of fell the way it, you feel like it, it was supposed to. Um, it was just really hard to predict when quarterbacks were going to have their, like, total dud weeks. That was the big thing, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess if we have to go with one, which we do, we ultimately picked Russell Wilson. And the reason why is because, yeah, he started off the season pretty hot, you know, like he normally does for the first, you know, what, seven weeks of the season? No, four or five weeks of the season, whenever yeah, that was. It was not that long. <laughs> no, but he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, right? So he gets hurt, but he only missed three total games. Granted, the bye week was mixed in there. But when he came back, he was really bad. Um, it wasn't until these last couple of weeks where he sort of picked things back up and looked like himself again. But yeah, this was this was a guy who he was going as I'm trying to look at the ADP and we're using now. Granted, for quarterbacks it doesn't matter, but half point PPR for for quarterback for for uh, ADP here he was going as QB seven. He finishes QB sixteen. So yeah, you you invested some draft capital in him, and um, he, you know, granted some injury was part of it, but his his average point total per game w- was not good for him. Uh, I'm looking at you know his his game log here, and you know started out good, right? Finished QB yeah, eight, QB three, nine, I mean, 19, not great, but then 10. And then, of course, he got hurt. So it was 27, right? That was the yeah. game he got hurt. And then missed three in a row. And then came back, obviously, too early. Those, those first two games were just atrocious for him. Absolutely. QB 22, QB 27. And but then kind of bounced back games. and was like, you know, at Green Bay after the bye. Normally, you're like, okay, well, we've got a bye to prepare for this Green Bay game. Yeah. But yeah, you're still coming off an injury, and I I think they just forced him into that game. Uh, I mean, he had a 39.7 QB rating. Uh, he was 20 for 40. Um, I mean, it was it was just brutal. Uh, it wasn't a game he should have played in. Um, you know, they got shut out, 17 to nothing. And then Arizona, you know, you come back right. home, and then you lose another game. To Arizona, um, I, you know, who now they're going to face this week. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out <clears throat> now that he's kind of ramped back up. 
but I mean, I feel like they're gonna they have to play him. They gotta like save face at this point. <laughs> um, I mean, Arizona still has something to play for. I believe. Or no, they do. They do. They do. Yeah. No, almost Anything. nothing has been decided in the playoff races, which is incredible yeah. for an 18-week season. I would have thought we would be done by now, but everything is clustered. It's it's nuts. Yeah. I just, I'm... It's a lot of parody. So, yeah. Anyway, I mean, move on to our I, next I one, was, man. I was looking at the, uh, the running backs here, and – oh, I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm jumping ahead. You Don't. are. You are jumping ahead. Let's go ahead with the QB MVP award. And we'll go ahead. And that is the, of course, Peyton Manning, the best quarterback of our generation, I would say. Um, yeah, probably. At least fantasy not, wise, right? Yes. Fantasy let's, wise. Let's like, we all know, we all know Tom Brady's the GOAT. Championship wise, yeah. Peyton Manning. If, if there's a, a these our generation wise, he a, was the guy who just dominated goat, fantasy. Um, point two or whatever you want to call it. Uh, let's go with Manning. Um, you know, because because Brady's still doing it. And Manning potentially could have been, but his last that neck, year was that neck. Was well, that neck injury neck. just killed him. Oh yeah, exactly. As I so. The phone. Speaking of Tom Brady, we're going to go ahead and give it to Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, he, he gets a slight edge in my mind over Burrow. Granted, Burrow's last couple games are really what pushed him into where he was. Yeah, uh, don't say. <laughs> scoring wise. And that would be uh, at QB5. Um, but even that, he's still, you know, a little over 30 points behind Brady and for Brady to be playing all 16 games so far um, at what? 41, 48. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> he's 44. He's, he's amazing. Sorry. It's so average after average. Yeah, that's that was pretty enough. good. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, y- yeah. I, you don't see this. And, and and when you do see it, it's usually like Jeff Hostetler or like, you know, maybe even Jeff George. All these Jeffs are out there trying to do it and they can't. It's like, oh, they're, well, and they're backups, right? They're just like, oh, I just yeah, want to like career backups. Get, get like, a, we got plenty of life, guys. Get a, I just want to get, uh, get, get get an extra paycheck here. We're, we're good. Yeah, we're good. no, I, I hear you, man. Like but, it's it's. A lot of people watching and listening are probably going like, well, what about Josh Allen? Look, I get it. Josh Allen is like above everybody yeah, as far as like total points. I'm not just picking the best really. players. They've got to, they have to have done really, really well. Right. But also like the draft capital you paid for Josh Allen was far and away higher than it was for Tom Brady. Josh Allen was going in round two, three, like early round three, like overall 26. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady was going four rounds later. <laughs> I mean, Burrow was going four rounds later than that. So, like, yeah, that's a huge argument for Burrow. But, again, yeah, Burrow had that, like, whole middle of the Damn, year where it was just sort of like, that's yeah. like, what's that. going on? And, like, the, the very beginning of the year wasn't great. He was coming off the ACL, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. So, like, it, it didn't start off super great for him. It wasn't bad, but he has just – 
he has propelled himself up the ranks here to even yeah. put himself into that conversation, which is just saying a whole ton about the talent that Joe Burrow is. So, but again, I, I mean, it is Tom Brady's award. So congrats yeah. to both yeah. the quarterbacks here for getting your award or not Absolutely. congrats for the other one. <laughs> uh, well, so. yeah. Sorry, Wilson. Here's your award <laughs> for sucking. Maybe, maybe uh, it don't suck so much next time, man. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's bust so into running you're, backs you're now running backs that for... I can do that. And and I will say that, uh, you know, 48 and 41, the average is 44 and a half. So that's math. Um, <laughs> Lawrence Phillips. Everybody remembers Lawrence Phillips, right? Yep. He's right up nope. there with Ryan Leaf. We're aging ourselves. Sucks. But anyway. um, our bust award I mean, th- this one was tough. I, I mean, we had two really good candidates to give it to, and then a third kind of dark horse that that I have to claim later. But it's it's going to Saquon. Um, a because suck at Keith. It's the Giants. <laughs> B because because <laughs> we have to, actually that, that probably would have been B. no. That's but literally it. That's our that, whole that reasoning. Sorry, a, Keith. Because, because of you know, the ongoing hatred I have for the Giants and um, the ongoing, you know, love I have for saying suck at Keith every week. Um, Dude, Saquon was just such a disappointment this year. I I mean, I get it. He's coming off an injury, this and that. Yeah. Hey, guess what? So he got injured this year too. So that's not helping, but I mean, no, it, it didn't help. RB finishes this year are so bad, man. Like the fact, you know, I, I will give him a bit of leeway because of the injury and the, the, the climate that we're in with COVID and, and all the nonsense and everything. But, I mean, this is this is a first round talent in good years, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's just he ha- he doesn't have it anymore, and, and it sucks to have to say it. Um, all right, uh, shotgun question: Who's going to have the better NFL career when all is said and done, Saquon or Miles Sanders? No, no. I, I don't know. I still want to go Barkley on that one, but no, the answer is suck it, Keith. <laughs> look, I mean, look, Saquon's, you know, was coming off the injury, got injured this year. Yeah. The offense lost its quarterback and never had a healthy receiver set. Just never got going. That whole team no. was just no, a, the whole team was just a dumpster fire. So some yeah. of it, I get it. Some of it is not his fault, but no, it was weird. Like you watch the games and and Booker looked faster than Barkley at times. But like the big reason why he is the good, bust, man. right, is not because you know, not because he got injured. I don't ever play injury into the bust. I mean, if I wanted to do that, it would have just been Christian McCaffrey, you know, oh, or yeah. Derrick Henry, right? You know, like but uh, well, what, what the problem there. was is that when he did play you took him at what, like RB5 or 6 probably in most leagues? When he did play, he was in half PPR RB... 
I mean, you know, 75, 76, 22, yeah, 31, was, 21, 11. That's fine. 33, 53. And then last week, he even ran for 100 yards, but didn't catch a single freaking pass. <laughs> so he was RB28 because of it. Um, you know, he was RB3 once and RB10 once earlier in the year, thankfully because he fell into the end zone a couple of times those weeks. That was it. He just wasn't good this year. And kind of the, the secondary player, and for very, very similar reasons, was Zeke. And and yeah. Zeke, you know, started off really hot, had a had a really good stretch there, but again was was um you know he had three weeks three, four, and five was like just crazy good. And then just kind of fell off and I get he's got the knee injury and things like that, but like Pollard was really getting a lot of work, things in there, and so like just yeah, he just didn't really live up to the hype, but definitely not nearly as big of a bust as, as Barkley, unfortunately. So No, I mean Zeke Zeke's still currently sitting at you know, RB six. Yeah. Well, thankfully uh, so, a lot of touchdowns are, well, are doing that. And that, that early but, week, yeah. hot start that early season, hot start. That's I mean. why he he's where he is. And, you know, granted he was obviously straight through the board consensus five, you know, yeah. ADP. So I was gonna say, actually Barkley was a uh, RB. Bar- he was nine. Down nine and 10. Yeah. So, still, man, he's, he's not, he's not finishing anywhere near that at this point. No, so. he, he's way farther off. You know, and for Zeke to be consensus five and then be sitting at five, it's like, well, but the thing about this though, the per, the per, but so you're talking about total points. Listen to this. The per game average for Zeke is 13.7. Not good. You wasted a fifth pick for 13 and a half points. And for Barkley, you wasted a you know top, probably a first round pick for nine and a half yeah. points. Yikes! <laughs> that's, that's that's what kills that's you. Hurts. I mean that that's we preach it every year. We talk about you know trying to get the best possible player you can in the first round, making sure you know that that you're happy with your choice. Injuries happen. It, you can't predict them, um, but yeah, it's gonna if bite you're going after way. somebody who's coming off an injury in your first round, be prepared to you know have some rough weeks, or in Barkley's case, a rough season. Um, and again, yeah. it, the re-injury did not help his case, um, and Pollard did not help Zeke's case. Um, the last thing I'll say here before I hand it over to you for our MVP award is, you know. We talked about this earlier in the year, too. The fact that because of this extra game, we were going to see more running back by committee, uh, more use of these these backup running backs. And we really did this year. I mean, mm, it, it was because it was because of that and because of COVID. And, you know, at least from my standpoint, I, that's how I saw it, that mm-hmm. teams were going to have to preserve their running backs if they wanted to even make the playoffs and then have a run in the playoffs. So it will be interesting to see what happens with, you know, with a Zeke in the playoffs um, with an Aaron Jones in the playoffs, uh, you know, and that sort of a thing, but all right. Let's all right. Go so MVP. our MVP, the Ladanian Thomason, the LT running back MVP award. No shocker, Jonathan Taylor. This guy is 
incredible. Um, he is the number two scorer overall after quarterbacks. Um, by pretty close margin, actually, to another MVP of ours, who probably is no shocker to anybody. But Jonathan Taylor, man, like, like a lot of people were were questioning the the last you know the last little hurrah he had at the end of last season. Like, oh, could he continue? Boy, could he continue? This guy has just been a machine for the Colts, and literally. The reason why that offense scores any points at all, it feels like. I'm sorry, Carson Wentz, but you're not it. Um, he's just, he's just. You did not get the Peyton Manning award. <laughs> no, he's he's just been incredible. I mean, there's there's really nothing else to say about it. Like he's just he's gonna lead the league in rushing. Uh, he's gonna lead the league in in touchdowns. Um, it's you know for non quarterback touchdowns, it just he's incredible. So. Kudos to Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's going to be the consensus number one pick next year um, across the board. I don't see any 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 way he is not. So, I yeah, I'd be pretty hard pressed to see. I think it would be impossible. Like every I, every single every single. Like rankings the, list the or whatever like from three years ago yeah i mean except that he doesn't he doesn't catch like he doesn't have that like catching but well, you know I he mean, is he's yeah he doesn't really get as involved in the past and game. we can get into this because in a few but, weeks we're gonna go over we're gonna go through like a top 10 list of each position but just yeah. something to think about with him is obviously he has a ton of carries on his shoulders this past year and we've seen a guy like derrick henry who who Hey, he might have led the league in rushing and he stayed healthy, right? But he didn't. So Yeah. Um he he he's been an anomaly. But can Jonathan Taylor also be that anomaly? And I feel like people are buying into that now for some reason. So look, I still think he's worth that one oh one pick next year. Yeah. But there is going to be that in the back of your mind, like because he doesn't catch a ton of passes, worry that he can't hold value, you know. For that exact reason, but regardless, very very good season for him, and he wasn't, you know, in some in some uh, circles, he was not a first round pick. He wasn't no. even a top, you know, he was barely a top twelve running back. Uh, I kind of bought into the into the, I guess, negative hype of him well, right yeah, at the end of this, um, you know. At the end of the the draft season, I kind of bought into it and changed my ranking of him at the at the last second, put him in like RB twelve and and completely regretting it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it is what it is. You know, you get yeah, you get talked in. To and the award time. for worst change in draft ranking goes to my co-host Joe Pond. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, with Jonathan Taylor coming in, winning our Ladanian <laughs> Tomlinson Award and. Way to go! Yeah, so um, that's why you let's talk about somebody else who sucked year. besides me, and we're gonna do our Justin Blackman wide receiver bust award. Should we change this to the AB bust? Award? No, <laughs> AB's like if he wasn't an idiot, he'd probably be a Hall of Famer. Uh, well, he still I, might be because I, of, because of his accolades. But anyway, yeah, Mark, the bust award yeah. for twenty twenty one. 
I think hands down goes to Allen Robinson. Uh, I legit don't know what happened to Allen Robinson this year. Um, I mean, everybody came in, including me and you and whoever else we had on this show. Allen Robinson is quarterback proof. It didn't matter. Andy Dalton can get him the ball. Justin Fields will get him the ball. Allen Robinson just disappeared and yeah he got you know injured a few games in the middle of the season not really playing here at the end either but i mean even before then it was just sort of like you know after like week six or so you're just kind of like stop starting Allen robinson <laughs> it's just not where it's just not happening um you know a couple of other guys like a lot of people put like dj Moore on that list too yeah at the same time like dj Moore is still over a thousand yards receiving yeah, it's it's hard to put him on that because DJ Moore I mean, was also drafted a couple rounds later. Al Robinson was a top ten drafted receiver yeah, and has three hundred and eighty eight receiving yards. By the way, excuse me. <laughs> I think I almost have more of them. Uh, he's only caught thirty six passes. Yes, he's missed six games. But no way should that be happening. Like, Alan, I don't know if, like, I, he's a tough one to figure out what to do with next year. Like, if they get a quarterback in, in Chicago, if he even stays in Chicago, right? Or if he goes to a team with a good quarterback, are we just automatically buying into Allen Robinson? Or is Allen Robinson now, like, scary to draft? That's something I'm not totally sure. I kind of want to, like, look at him. And he's 28, not old. Like, no, still should still, be he's fine. Still young for especially for receivers because they tend right? to last much longer than running backs. I mean, obviously the the thirty year mark for running backs is you know death zone. Um, it, it before that's your Ricky Waters or uh, not Ricky Waters. What's his name? Ricky Williams. Yes. Yes. The the dreads or guy. Frank Frank Gore, Carlos Hyde. Well, Frank <laughs> again. Frank Gore is another anomaly. <laughs> um, I mean, when you're in a league and you're playing with somebody that people are asking if it's your son um, because he has the same last name as you and you've played that long, yeah, that does not happen much. So uh, obviously I'm referring to Gore from Kansas City, but they aren't related. Uh, Alan Robinson is... 6'2", 220. I mean, he's got size. He's got talent. Uh, you know, he's he was dealing with some COVID this year. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to gauge what he's going to be worth next year. Obviously, his drops, uh, draft stock is going to plummet. Yeah. And you know, maybe we end up talking about him as a somewhat sleeper next year, you know, depending on how he's yeah. doing over in the off season. But I, yeah, I think it's going to depend where on where he goes. he goes and what quarterback yeah. he got. Well, yeah. He has. So that's going to be a big deal there. So uh, yeah. let's move on to our MVP man. Give out probably one of the second most obvious, uh, maybe yeah, the, the first Randy most Moss obvious award for MVP here is going to, Cooper Cup, um, shocker. <laughs> I yeah I 
Dude's going to set I don't almost know. every receiving record there is out there. So, yeah, it's he was potentially the one that I was thinking. I don't think he's he's going to end up being the 101 because people are still so running running back, you know, needy and heavy drafting. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some different types of leagues and whatnot where he was drafted as a first rounder, but uh, or, or a 101. Um, people are people are strange. Um, I just think stranger. no, Jonathan uh, Taylor will be one hundred and one. I've heard uh, that Cup like could be one hundred and two, but I think people and I, I don't know. Again, we can get into this later, but I, I'm not sure I'm chasing the Cup. Mm-mm. You know, phenomenal year no. here. Um, so that being not said, unless we got two girls. Um, my my potential runner up here was Debo, but I, that's only because you had cut down. Yeah, and I was like, well, and and Debo, well, and Debo, Debo was, was cheap. He was going after Dude. Brandon Ayuk in drafts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which and I that, always kind of laughed I about him as a runner up. Ayuk was thirty six, and Debo was um, oh, no, no, sorry, that's that's now. Sorry, uh, yeah. Ayuk was. Wide receiver twenty three and Debo was wide receiver thirty six in drafts, and I, we said it in the NFC like West how, show. We we went Ayuk was last year. Well, but, but guess what? Because Debo wasn't there, right? Debo wasn't there. Kittle wasn't there. The running game wasn't. You know, it yeah. was basically Ayuk and the running game, and that was it. And so yeah, we, we, we everybody forget, we said that in the NFC West uh, yeah. division show that we that we did, and um, you know Jeff Lambert. He, uh, both he agreed with us completely. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. All right. So let's move it on here to someone I think we both can commiserate on. Uh, and that would be the Dwayne Allen tight end bust award. Oh, Mr. Darren Waller. Yeah. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? So Suck mad. us in so to this. Darren Waller. You are the guy that we need to take at the 108 in Scott Fish, and uh, and and we're walking away like <laughs> just just walk, hand me the walk playoffs. Away, now. puffing our chest out. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? Bring it. <laughs> no, like I will still say this with Waller, like his Stop per Waller. game average in a half PPR league was 10.3. Now in Which a and. For fifth best for tight ends. Now, for Scott Fish, it was way higher because it's tight end premium. So, like, it wasn't a total, total bust as a per-game thing as far as, like, he just ruined you. The problem is, and especially in redraft leagues, right, Not we're not talking about Scott Fish. Scott Fish is a whole different beast. But in in regular redraft leagues, right, you drafted this guy as, you know, second late second round still super duper early third round like he went on the turn a lot late second round stuff like that pick because you thought you were getting that phenomenal value that bought phenomenal return at tight end to give you that huge advantage and you know we said the same thing with kelsey 
Even Kelsey didn't really do that this year. I mean, Kelsey and Waller like distanced themselves last year from all the other tight ends. Uh, yes. And so everybody's like, go out and get these guys. Give yourself that. It, it was that, you know, we were go like, get, go, go out get, and get these guys. Right. We did the same thing. And um, a lot don't of people were buying into that too. And, I, you know, I, I don't I, know it, if it's going to be one of those, like, I'm just going to go back to what I did in previous years because I still think that can be an advantage to get that like super stud tight end. But I also yeah. think that to a point there is a group of tight ends at this point where they're all going to get you 10 to seven points almost every week. And if they score a touchdown, they're going to get you 16. Right. And you're fine with that. Yeah. And so then you can take more chances on running backs Yes, they might bust, but it gives you more chances to take on those guys. And so if you bust on one, you've got the extra one, right? To where if you took a Kittle or a Kelsey early and they didn't really give you the benefit, yes, they are still top tight ends, but they didn't make as big of a difference as they did last year or even the year before yeah. um, to warrant the draft slot that you took them in. Uh, and so – I think it's going to be a bit of a – I think some people are going to run completely in the other direction. I'm going to f- probably fall somewhere in the middle where I'm still going to be okay taking a tight end earlier than I usually – than I used to do, but I'm probably not going to waste an early round pick on one this year yeah. like I did last year. Or, like Yeah, the, this next year like I did last year. Looking at the average, and again, this is half PPR, the top 14 tight ends – that scored basically over eight points a week. Um, I mean, you, you would, if you narrow it down to the top five, one, two, three, four, five, you got Waller. He is the lowest average per score again, and he only played 10 games. Yep. He's it in, he's the last one in double digits at 10 3. So the tight end position is still a barren wasteland yeah. for the most part. I mean, um, Kelsey, Kelsey and Waller just—they were difference makers last year. I mean, you saw Kelsey at seventeen point four and Waller at fourteen point one, and then it dropped. And that's per game average. It dropped to Mark Andrews at ten, and then after that, I mean, Kittle was at twelve, but he was hurt and he's always an injury risk, so hard to rely on him. After yeah. that, you got like guys like Tony and at nine point four, he was super touchdown reliable. Or reliant. Were the only two. That they were the had only two that like last year, and they were over two hundred points easily. They were yep. so far and away better, and they gave you that massive advantage at the position, kind of like catcher we talk about, right? Catcher gives you that yep. if you can get the guy a catcher, it sometimes is worth it. So, um, and speaking of Mark Andrews, uh. Our Tony Gonzalez tight end MVP award goes to none other than Mark Andrews, a guy who sort of, I mean, he's not totally forgotten about, but his ADP was rounds behind Kelsey Waller Kittle. Um, I think it was, you know, look, he never saw the volume that he has seen this year. Some of that has to do with injuries to quarterbacks, Lamar. Some of that has to do with the receiving core just never really picked up. The running game just got decimated by injuries, so they had to pass a lot more. So he has seen a career high. This is 
only in 16 games. So if everybody wants to say, oh, it's 17 games. No, this is only 16 because we're doing it before the 17th game. He's seen a career high 138 targets. His closest career high is 98. He's already caught more than he had in career high targets. 40. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. He's caught ninety nine. Yeah, he's career high targets with ninety one targets and his, one more catch. He's 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 t- he's always been a good touchdown tight end, right? He was caught yeah. nine this year. That doesn't even tie his career high at ten. Uh, so he was a guy where he fell back in the tight end rankings because you mm-hmm. thought the volume. You were worried about the volume with them bringing in Bateman, and then of course they had Dobbins, who was going to be a second year stud, and they still had Gus Edwards. Both Don't those guys get hurt. Sammy Watkins. Come on. And, you know, so then Kyle Pitts comes in. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> the ghost uh, of Tom Jones showed up, and everyone's like, well, Luke's. forget Yeah, but then, you know, of course, you get you get Kyle Pitts that came in and kind of leapfrogged him. Uh, you know, Hawkinson was above Andrews in, in a lot of leagues because you thought that volume was going to be there for those guys, especially yeah. in half or PPR leagues. You wanted that tight end volume, something safer, right? And I totally understand it. And, I guarantee you Andrews will probably fall back into that range next year in ADP, and he probably should because I don't think he's going to repeat this even close. But he had a phenomenal season. He stepped up when the Ravens needed him. Fortunately, it might not be enough for them, but it is going to be what it is for them. Uh, and so, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he'll necessarily repeat, but I don't see a huge drop-off. I think his, the volume will drop off no, the volume because will drop. Well, right. The volume so his will come down. Yes. His touch I so he'll he will fall back into where he should have been ADP this year. That 4 5 6 yeah, range. Yeah. You know, he'll be in with the Hawkins and Pitts and everything else range because the volume will drop, the targets won't be there, the catches won't be there, the yards won't be there. The touchdowns still might be there because that's kind of what he is. Um but I mean, you expect to get Dobbins and Edwards back in you know, red zone threats yeah you know next and he's been more than that this year by the way so oh he's he's been ridiculous in the red zone he's been incredible not even red zone he's been seeing like downfield targets like he's been catching like 30 25 30 yard passes in the end zone like it's been he's been phenomenal um yeah but yeah uh, long in games we got a 20 we got a 41 a 24 28 21 right? 24 it's been so 39 good. uh 43 28 33 and 32 they may not even be touchdowns necessarily but if you can stretch most of them probably the are like but yeah that, they probably are but i mean if you could stretch the field like that and you know, just be dependable for a team that had so much injury um, before the season even started. I mean, it was, you know, kind of almost dead in the water and, and Baltimore has been good. And I drafted one of their good running backs, every single freaking league I was in. And yep. Yep. Me too. All right, well, let's just drink to that. Cause yeah. So anyway, um, let's get into outside of the MVP awards. We're going to get into our Speaking Gale Sayers Rookie Never of more. the You're Year. Gone. Look, there, there's some great rookies this year. We've obviously got Najee Harris. You know, Mac Jones was sort of making a play there for a while, especially like real NFL Rookie of the Year. But we're talking fantasy Rookie of the Year. And – 
I know there was a, a good chunk of the season, uh, especially in the middle there, where it seemed like teams sort of caught on to him, and they should have. Uh, but started out as one of the best receivers in football, had kind of a lull for about four weeks there, and has just blown up, especially in championship week, if you happen to get there with him. And if you did, almost guaranteed that you won. Um, Mr. Jamar Chase, Mr. I can't catch footballs in the preseason, Jamar Chase. I have no idea what that was about. Um, he does have quite a, he does have quite a few drops. I, but drops be damned, man. Like this dude is a baller. Um, who cares? He has championships for people single-handedly he set the nfl record for most yards most receiving yards in a game by a rookie with 266 last week three touchdowns um i guess he just blew up man like like him and bro obviously have something special and so as much as we you know look we nobody really hated the pick nobody was like oh my god like this is such a terrible pick, but it was sort of like you desperately needed O line for your, um, you know, for your quarterback coming off of an ACL injury, and so it was just one of those like, how yeah. do you not do that? And so, but look, they can now address. They won the NFC North. They're gonna and, and Jamar Chase was a big reason for it. So you know, go out and do what you got to do. Um, I mean, they can they can address O line next year now. Wide receiver four right now. Yeah, he's above the other uh, youngin that everybody likes, and that's uh, and Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson. Barely. Point two points. Per right, game. it's still a phenomenal. And I'll year, tell you man. what, both of them are awesome. Point two points per game adds up at the end of the season to whatever point two times. <laughs> 17 is right now. I'm going to go with 3.4. And you know why that's funny? Because my home league, the guy that won the overall total points, shout out for Shetty. Um, Papa Gaylord loves you. He beat my coworker, shout out Vern and or suck at Vern, um, by 0.44 points for total points at the end of the season. Why? Because of a stat correction for oh. Dallas's defense in the last week of the regular season that gave wow Daniel 0.3 points. That totally sucks. And it, did I just say Dennis? I meant Vern. Did I say Vern or did I say I Dennis? I don't know. Dennis, I'm sorry. I thought you I were wasn't, saying Dallas. I wasn't calling you out. But no, anyway. I did say Dallas. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, every point matters. Every point something points matters. But Jamar Chase, far and away, rookie of the year. I mean, I, I cannot disagree with that. I mean, Harris, I would say. is Harris had a really good year. Up. But yeah, but Chase was was phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So 
I didn't list anybody down for this one because I had a tough time picking because I'm trying to think of like late round. So we have a, a sleeper dot app award for best late draft pick. Um, you know, I'm going to go with Darnell Mooney. You can pick your own, man. Like, if you want to go, like, you can go later, but they're almost like undrafted guys at that point. But, like, Darnell Mooney, yeah, in, in, you know, he, he was 131 overall. Um, and he really proved to be a fairly reliable receiver most weeks in, in fantasy. Um, especially, um, when tons of injuries hit and people were just desperate for receivers there. I mean, there, there's honestly just like a ton of guys in the middle rounds here, like Ramondre Stevenson kind of filled in a lot of roles. There wasn't really a ton of guys that just like really just jumped up the, the rankings, except for like really just undrafted guys and like one undrafted guy. And it really didn't take until the end here was Amon Ross St. Brown. But I mean, he was sort of a nothing yeah, early he, on. But he was sort of undrafted, he was very right? Late round or undrafted. I mean, his, his ADP I, I, was two hundred. You know, I took him three the like third to last round in our crab cake I, league, yeah, and then I dropped him after week like agent. six. Yeah, um, if he because was he, drafted, was not, he was he was nobody. If he was drafted, he was dropped. Yeah, because he was he was he was and he was an anchor for our team, dude. Oh, it was yeah. nothing. You're like, all right, this is the rookie that I'm taking a chance on. If he doesn't show up, he's my first drop. How about he this is one? The late, that that's the late round mentality. How um, about this one, Dawson Knox? I'm just looking. He's like his overall yes. ADP is 236, but his ADP according to Fantasy Pros, like they don't have sleepers or FFCs ADP for him, so his mm-hmm. overall gets skewed because of that. But his ADP for uh, I just lost him. Um, his ADP for his ADP for Yahoo and Fantrax was 153, and then Fantrax was 288. I think they have a lot of like. Uh, randomly uh anyway doesn't knocks man he he's he could be one so i just think there's like a there's not really anybody that just kind of like flew out to me for this one it's somebody who was like actively drafted super late that really jumped out um I and i'm talking late i'm talking late like super double digit rounds what's what, that you got? is there a what voice you? speaking hold on oh my yeah, gosh yeah. producer mike laplant what's up man i got one here for you how about yeah. jalen waddle Drafted uh, 116th overall, wide receiver 44, and finished as wide receiver 17 and half point PPR. That's a good one. Yeah, one for yeah. I guess that's not quite as late. A a late round rookie, you know. To get a wide receiver 17 that late, though. Right. So I'm thinking, like, you know, if you if you divide his ADP of 114 divided by 12. He's a he's a tenth round pick, a middle tenth round pick. That's on the border for me. So I, I try to go a little later than that, which is why I even kind of hesitated to mention Mooney because he's, you know, he's a down. couple I mean, he's a couple rounds later than that. But I, it's 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 good. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking. Uh, there was a Elijah Moore was down there, but I mean he had a couple hot weeks. Um, yeah, Waddle's Waddle's probably the best as far as like if you're just gonna go with like double digit. But I was trying to go deeper than that. But nobody really, last year. I feel like we had a really phenomenal one. And I can't remember who it was now. Um, 
But that being said, let's move on to our next one, AJ. All right. Well, speaking of the story that I just told, we'll go ahead and go with my homie and yours, Reggie White. Maybe not as much yours. Uh, the Reggie White saying, Award. <laughs> because he's an awesome human being. He's, right? he's cool, was. but I mean... Not like but he was on any of the. T- he's not like he was on the team I root for. He's cool with me, AJ. He played for he's the. Fine. He's fine with me. Thank you. Good guy. Rest in peace. He played. He played on great teams with storied traditions. So uh, yeah, it, it's not shocking you wouldn't understand that. Um, <laughs> the Reggie okay. White Award okay. for Best Value D slash ST. Much of the pains to say it, you know it's true, and I hate to say it too. Do you want me to say it? Dallas Cowboys <laughs> are hey, at least not the New York Giants. You don't have to say that, right? Suck it, Keith. <laughs> Can we just hashtag Suck it, Keith, and just figure this one out? Them a value award. I'm not going to give them a positive award. We're going to give them a Suck It Keith Award. <laughs> All of you, Giants. Oh, man. Keith, I love you. These fries are good. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm eating fries. Talk amongst yourselves. Dallas Cowboys is the topic. All right. So, Dallas Cowboys, as much as it pains us as NFC East, well, you still are a fan of a team in the NFC East. I am no longer fantasy of a team on the NFC East until things change, not just the name. But yes, Dallas, they were a I mean they weren't drafted in almost any league, right? Unless it was best ball, you know, you gotta draft two QB two two defenses, sorry. But I mean look these the rookies they have have just completely turned this defense around. Uh Diggs yes. as much as he I, I I totally agree with Kyle Williams on Twitter, who, even though he wants to get he gets blasted for it. Diggs is not a shutdown corner by any means. Nope. He allows like three million yards and gets gets absolutely nope. wrecked. You know who, who Diggs um, is? Asante Samuel. Uh, okay, I I mean I've looked at the numbers, but I mean yeah, he's getting he's getting, I, I he's getting numbers, roasted. He just has eleven or twelve interceptions or whatever the number is at this point. Which is completely but helping. The- Samuel would get beat, but he would let himself get beat because he jumped so many routes to get those interceptions. Yeah, well, I don't know if his Diggs, numbers were that great. Diggs is Diggs is phenomenal. Diggs can do that, but he has yeah. also been roasted many times by some subpar <laughs> receivers as well. Um, but so anyway, he has he has a ton of interceptions. Uh, leading the league in interceptions, I believe, and it's helped the Cowboys now lead the NFL in turnovers total at 33, yeah. uh, tied with the Colts. Um, I mean, D- Diggs is even the story here, though. It's Parsons. It's Parsons, right? So Parsons, Parsons. and and so this was my next stat, right? So the, the Cowboys, right. their their total sacks aren't that great. It's only 38 on the year. You would think it would be way Parsons higher. They're kind of seven of them. <laughs> They're in the middle. Yeah. However, right, they had the third most pressures mm-hmm. for the defense at a 27.5 uh, pressure percentage clip. So 
that is what's helping players like Diggs get these interceptions, right? We see that time and yep. time again. Like, what made um, play for Carolina, then Washington, then when uh, I forget who he's playing for now, was really good in Carolina. Everybody's like, oh, here's the next shutdown corner. And Josh, um, Norman. Uh, Josh yeah, Norman, thank you. Everybody thought Josh Norman was like this shutdown corner, right? Turns out, right? And if he didn't have a pass rush to make the quarterback have to throw quickly and he couldn't jump routes all the time, Josh Norman was garbage. And so uh, when he came to Washington and we had no other defensive players, he was terrible. He was an overplayed corner. Their line was so good last year. No, 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 no. no. It wasn't last year. He was there years before that. No, I know. I'm saying the their line last year was the line he needed to oh of course yeah he would have probably been awesome last year whatever oh he <laughs> but you know but again but, dallas you know because of the turnovers because of the not not really because of that it's because of turnovers i think they've got um how many they how many touchdowns um uh it doesn't say how many defensive touchdowns 12 no that's too many no no that's way too many but anyway um I feel like they have a, a quite a few defensive touchdowns, and a lot of them are digs because um, he keeps getting pick sixes. Six defensive touchdowns. Six. So, I mean, that's just helping. Like, again, they have vaulted themselves into a top fantasy defense. Um, helps they I play mean, the NFC East when they play Washington and the dreadful Giants, uh, you know, f- four times a year combined. In, and, in old school traditional fantasy seasons, that would be one every other week of the regular season. So pretty solid. Yeah. So um, our next award here is the Jamarcus Russell Award for Biggest Draft Bust. And we're going to go back to one. And so we don't have to harp on it too much here. But it's unfortunately Saquon, man. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a first Suck round pick. It, Keith. He was a first round pick. Has a terrible per per game average when he has played. <laughs> He's missed time. Look, Best not all, again, banner ever. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Uh, gotta have some fun here on the last Jeez, show. We love you. Um. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, we don't need to say too much else because we, we already kind of said already everything. But uh, Saquon and or Keith enough so. and the Giants. So. I mean, it's never bashing. I mean, there's never enough. I am a say. I you know, I will say, I am a Saquon fan. I still like his talent. I still think he's a good player. He just needs to get away from the Giants, or the Giants need to somehow miraculously get way better. I don't understand. So, move it on. Not be injured, but yeah, yeah, that too. So, what do we got next? Uh, yeah, is it, I guess I did say I am. A, uh, I forgot to do two in a row here. So, yeah, next up here, um, we're doing our Arian Foster Award for Best Undrafted Player. And I know I mentioned a couple already. Amon Ron could be an, an, an easy one there that you could go after. But uh, nobody, not a single person I know outside of like a Scott Fishbowl or like super deep best Not ball leagues, there. drafted Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson was no an afterthought, and for very, very good reasons, because he's awful. Um Is he and now? he's been and he's been literally like nothing for seven years. Um so for him to come out and do what he did early on this year, he's 
kind of fallen off lately. Like they just really cut his workload out for whatever reason. And um, it just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, this guy was, I mean, he's running with a purpose. He's a running back now, by the way, for those of you who don't know, he used to be a receiver, um, which was kind of like, oh, this really tall dude is now going to run the ball. Um, He's 6'2". He looks massive running the ball because he's 6'2", and you don't see a lot of those. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, he's just usually five eleven. Yeah, lower. they're like they're like my size, and, and you know, twenty pounds bigger and all muscle instead of a bunch of fat. So six two. Right, Derrick Henry is also a different beast. I get this, and we know that. That's what I'm saying. Um, but yes, if you're Carl six, Patterson, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Derrick Henry is six three. Damn, yeah, my bad. Right. Henry. You are. Yeah. I apologize. He's also like six three two fifty, isn't he? Two forty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. He's a, he is a beast. He is a but yeah. CP man. Kudos to him for uh, you know just having this mentality of like, I'm just gonna go out and do, do it. Like I mean, like, you know what? It's been seven years. Screw I've, you guys. I've screwed around enough. Uh, I guess it's time to play football. Yeah. So <laughs> he, you know, yeah. kind of a kind of a slow end here. So you know, teams that got far with him because he was performing very very well. Um, probably didn't finish very well with him, but he's easily the best undrafted player in my opinion. There's nobody else that comes close to the production he was giving. So I not at a consistent rate, at least. Yeah, I almost had him as you know my own personal Ladanian Tomlinson running back award because I mean JT was the obvious you know, I, one, and I was I, like, I do have another one actually. I was like, I just got to say this one. Ooh. It's going to be tight, but no, I, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Well, but then I looked, I, I scrolled down our agenda and I was like, yeah, no, this is where he belongs. Can I give one more just as like a, maybe they can share the award because I'm just looking no. at it now. No. How about no, Elijah cares. Mitchell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, granted Elijah Mitchell was off and on Wait, because what, he was like injured, but <laughs> Holy crap! He did so and well. He, um, he wasn't undrafted until super undrafted, you know, or, or very minimally drafted until. I'm trying to think. So if I look at per game, Cordero Patterson was thirteen point eight, and Mitchell was thirteen point four. Just Patterson played four more games, so that I mean that matters. Wow. So oh, I'm going to give it. Patterson the four edge more? because of it. But Mitchell was when like he Patterson played more than that, like uh, compared to Mitchell. I mean, honestly, but. when Mitchell got the starting gig and like ran with it, yeah. he was better than CP. He literally ran with it. I mean, he was over a hundred yards, one, two, three, four, five times, almost six times. He got ninety-one five yards. Five times. Yeah. Just he was he was so good. Um, but they both both very good um, players there for that one. So yeah, all right. Moving Let's, on here uh, to the next one. Start to finish things out here with uh, our second to last category, and that would be our friend Mr. Bob Lung, the Mr. Consistency Award. Um, I mean, clearly it's Cooper Cup. I I I searched for for this one. I was 
you know, pulling a Bob Lung, uh, if you will, to try to find somebody other than Cooper Cup that yeah. we could have potentially given this to. And there's, there's, I mean, Eckler was the only other person that was mm-hmm. kind of close. But even Eckler had, you know, a few down games, plus he's had, you know, a little bit of injury stuff. I, I mean, Cup has just been ridiculous. Um, I mean, we, we pretty much already talked about this, but, you know, let's let's just go ahead and, and, and rehash it again. Um I mean, the, the, the targets are... He's had two games where his targets were under double digits. And one of those two games, he was at nine. Uh, the other, mm-hmm. at seven. He caught six of the seven, and he caught seven of the nine. Uh, the seven went for 115 in a touch. Um, the six went for 95. You fucking dick. And a touch, um, <laughs> and that was last week against Baltimore. But he's but he's still catching touchdowns in like every single game. It's just in in, in normal like touchdowns. And even in he the games where he doesn't score, he's like catching point nine you know, touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, freaking game. Like in week like twelve, when he went seven for ninety six and didn't score a touchdown, everybody's going like, "Oh, what the hell?" <laughs> but it's just like this fucking guy. What is he a giant? He's, st- he's still like. Just incredible. Like, I mean, his bad weeks were like 15. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, yeah. you I'm asshole. so mad how, at you, Cooper. How dare you pull a Darren Waller on me like this? 0.9375 is the number of touchdowns divided by 16 weeks. Um, the number of thirty point half PPR weeks, GD consistent. Yeah, like the no, not even just the number of like thirty plus, but the number of twenty plus point weeks from him was just a tr- like phenomenal. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and that's in half PPR. If you go to full PPR, he's like almost always over. Um, one, two, three, yeah, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> If you had him in a PPR league and you didn't win, I have no idea how that's not possible. I was like, what am I doing? How did I? Yeah, I mean, he's he's one of the big reasons why I was as far as like, you know, as good as I was through the regular season in Scott Fish. I fell into him. I didn't. I wanted Robert Woods ahead of him. Yeah. As a lot of people did. And I was the sole reason I actually won more games this year and made the playoffs. (laughs) I'll be in a quick exit. Uh, than yeah. my first two years combined. Um, Absolutely, man. Probably times like three. Yeah, so, so easily, easily uh, giving it the cup there. So, all right, let's finish it out with the Jonas Gray One Week Wonder Award. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Jonas Gray is, please Google that. Oh, <laughs> New God. England Patriots running backs. 16 this is, touchdowns. This is literally – This is probably one of Boston the biggest reasons like, yeah this is probably, Brasky. i mean jonas gray <laughs> this is probably ah. one of the biggest reasons why people despise new england patriots running backs is because of jonas gray he was like the biggest talk forever 
It was amazing. But anyway, I digress. Go ahead. Duke Johnson. I mean, it's 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 a pretty great name, but you've sucked your entire career. And ah, here you go that far. No, 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 you've been you've been you've been palatable. Um, <laughs> palatable. Nice, nice word. <laughs> Man of many uh, talents. Does he have food? <laughs> yeah, because you could digest some of the scores that he gave your team. So sure. He's been palatable, Joe. God damn. That fucking amateur hour over here. Um, <laughs> what are you, the, the Jonas Gray of podcasting this week? Notice I said this week because you are great most weeks. Most? The more you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I just got to pump you up. Anyway, mostly because <laughs> I just bring Keith down. Um yeah, I mean, Duke, Duke Johnson was like, where the hell is this guy? And then, and then boom! Oh, there he is. Okay, great. And nice job, Madden Chat out there. Their <laughs> third cousin, yes, RIP. Their, their third cousin and, and then their third cousin's sister's son went out to go put waiver claims in on Duke Johnson. And that was money not well spent. And, I mean, um, yeah, it was it was tough. I can tell you about money not well spent because I've done that a lot um, over the years. Uh, casinos, we'll leave it at casinos. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. I. I I mean, I mean, look, Duke Johnson, he wasn't even on rosters to begin the no. year. He got picked yeah. up by the Miami Dolphins later. Yeah. And then, you know, he had that big week thanks to, you know, COVID and, you know, Ahmed and um, Daskin both being out. And so he got 22 carries for 107 yards and two touchdowns for 24.7 half PPR points. Or that's standard, actually. Half PPR wasn't yeah, my point. He called. He called, he called sorry, he caught. He caught one pass. He caught one twenty-five point two. Sorry, he caught a pass. Thank you. Um, but again, that was against, again that was Come against on. the Jets, and we knew it's it wasn't going to repeat. Week wonder here. Exactly. That is exactly what it is. Can I just say I I do need to give one more one week wonder just because it's hilarious and it literally happened just this past week. Um, and I don't know I. Didn't even know who this guy was, and it's Christian Wilkerson for the New yeah. England Patriots. I'm looking at the oh. per week average, and oh, he not, has 18.2 points per game, and it's one game. Wow! <laughs> like I don't know who this guy is. No, I've got I've got a good one. Hold on. Um, uh, yeah, it's just that's a, that's a good one. But at least I, yeah, I wanted to do Duke Johnson before you know, because everybody at least. Most people know who at least who he is. Well, yeah, <laughs> Christian Wilkerson, like he's there. a second round player, got drafted. Not, I don't even know he got drafted, but he's out the out of Southeast Missouri. Um, okay, Southeast he Missouri. just catches two touchdowns last week <laughs> and balls out for eighteen and a half points in Championship Week. By the way, so nobody cares because nobody was using you. Yeah. No, uh, the guy, the guy I have there, oh, where 
see where is he? Where is he? Oh, come on. Son of a bitch. Give me a drink. <laughs> Cyril <Everybody> Grayson? <laughs> Who? Cyril Grayson for Tampa Bay had a pretty good week. Nope, Probably no. one good week. That's another one. But Duke Johnson takes the cake, man. 22 oh, yeah, points yeah, yeah. in one week. It's just I mean, phenomenal. What are you doing? Um, damn it. I don't know. Go Move on. I'll we're done. It. Yeah, so we're going to go through and um, look, we all know injuries and COVID hit the league hard this year, as Juan they usually Wesley. do. Who the fuck is that? Who? Oh. Juan Wesley. Oh, the dude from Arizona. Yeah. Oh, he caught like two hey, phenomenal passes like two are. weeks ago. Yeah, after D Hop went out, he had a. Yeah, he's he, been actually kind of balling out. Well, well because D Hop's and um, he's like, he's tall, man. He's 6'4. So they're like, yeah. oh, we don't have anybody else that tall. We're just going to throw it to Wesley who can jump out yeah, of yeah. this stadium, by the way. Four catches on five targets last week and a 50% touchdown rate. Yeah, that is good. On a whopping 30 yards. Yeah. Uh, so, nah. yeah. That's Duke, Duke Johnson definitely Every still takes that one, but that's a good a TV one. And Arizona came on. It was like, boom, Wesley's catching a touchdown. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, pretty so much. I looked at a TV twice. So, yeah. All right. So, we're going to finish up here with our 2021 all injury team. Oh, so I'm going to start here with quarterbacks. And honestly, there weren't a lot of quarterbacks that got, you know, like we could go with the Kylers who got hurt for a couple games, things like that. But I'm talking guys that like got hurt and just really kind of sank your season because of it. Right. Um, There weren't a lot of very relevant quarterbacks uh, that got hurt for a significant amount of times that we cared about. Obviously, we got the Fitzpatrick's got hurt. Preseason done. Um, nobody was super relying on him. Same thing with Sam Darnold. He got hurt early. Tyrod. Nobody really was like, "Oh, my season's over. I'm done." No, but like you know, we get the we get the Russ Wilsons. We get the the Kyler Murrays. We get the Lamars, right? Um, who have been banged up, kind of you know, throughout the season. I think the most impactful one probably has to be Lamar. Uh, I know we gave Wilson the bust award for quarterbacks, and that's because, you know, when he returned, he was never the same. Um, But Lamar, his injury and the timing of his injury, and he hasn't returned since, has destroyed those teams probably right now he wasn't playing awesome to begin with he wasn't somebody that you were like oh man like you know i lose lamar and i'm you know done for sometimes you know you were kind of questioning like do i start lamar because he had some pretty rough weeks but you were probably starting him more often than not let's put it that way so you know He's the guy I would go after. You could flip-flop between him and Wilson just because Wilson kind of was the same way. He still sort of is. So, I don't know. That's kind of where we go with that one. Well, I'll let you get the next one here. We're going to do yeah. – oh, sorry. Our team is a standard fantasy roster of a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, a flex, and we'll give a couple bench guys just because we're angry and we don't like injuries. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I was on board with the Lamar because it was every week you're like, oh, well, maybe I'm not playing because I have an illness. It's not COVID, but 
I'm not vaccinated. Um, Maybe he needed the poop. I yeah, like <laughs> I had to take a shit um, uh, at halftime, and uh, thought halftime was longer. Sorry, I'm really into air quotes right now, probably because <laughs> I'm very mad at the fact that I pulled a. Uh, stone never-ending haze ipa which apparently is only a four percent alcohol by volume i mean i might as well Weed be drinking sauce. water uh, that's like, yeah, that's, like, that's like an injured beer what's going on it, dude? seriously yeah <laughs> welcome to the all injury team stone never-ending haze ipa i mean your your never-ending disappointment is more like it um, all right all right uh, obviously, these, the we got these backs, we easy. got Derrick Henry and CMC. Yeah, I mean, no I, brainer, crushed teams. I want them. CMC back <sighs> the consensus overall so number one, number he two, was one, one, number yeah. one, easily. And Henry potentially should have been, and he was a monster <sighs> until the injury. And I'm going to go ahead and blame myself for that because I probably mentioned the word durable and Derrick Henry in a sentence. <laughs> go ahead and re-listen to our podcast. I guarantee you that I did um, probably multiple times. You want to know and... what's scary about CMC? Yes. So his, I took out the games that he got hurt in. Now he played five healthy games this year. His per game average in those healthy games in half PPR leagues, 20.1. He would have been the third best running back in those five games. You know, when you add in the games he got hurt, he drops down to 15.6, but that's still like what it could have showed us. Four, I five, mean, six, seven, eight, nine. Like, well, nine. We right, but I get it. But anyway, my point is he's still a super talented player. He just oh, yeah. had, the, the injury crushes you. I mean, Henry. God, still finished as the per game average leader. Still a <laughs> you know what is hilarious? He still finishes like RB fourteen as of if the season ended today. He's still RB fourteen in eight games. If he doesn't no. go as a top two or three he running back next year, I have no idea how he doesn't. Yes, eight games. No, I mean I no. Do you think it's less or more? I think it's ten games. I'm looking at Fancy Pros right now. It's eight games. Fuck. Balls. You're wrong. Anyway, uh, going through the receivers here, there weren't a ton. Obviously, running backs injuries just, you know, led led the way here for sure. Um, receiver injuries were sort of kind of whatever. And, like, yeah, I know probably a lot of you want, want us to throw in, like, Calvin <laughs> Ridley. I'm not throwing in Calvin Ridley. That is not an injury. That is a mental illness. That is he needed to get his shit right. So you get a pass, Calvin yeah. Ridley. Come back next year and be right, man. Now it hurts. It's not Fantasy a owners. illness. It's a he needed to He needed to get a shit straight, dude. For himself. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's fine. That's, That's great. fine. Do do your thing, man. Go get yourself straight. You know, whatever it ended up being, go get yourself straight. I'm not putting Calvin Ridley in this field as much as people probably want us to. No. We are going to put in number one is DeAndre Hopkins. Um, not really playing up to DeAndre Hopkins. 
style the whole year, but then got hurt at a very bad time, just kind of like Lamar, really just kind of crushing fantasy owners there. Next one here is Mr. A.J. Brown. Now, look, I know, I mean, he only missed, what, three weeks? Yeah. It, was, it felt like, right, it felt like he was always questionable. Just, always hey. this, always that, never really super healthy. Um, and just, and apparently there's been reports that, like, you know, he was kind of playing through an ankle injury. Um, and so maybe that's what it was. But, like, again, you're landing on the all-injury team, yeah, so there you go. Um, if you're playing through an injury and still not performing, hey, guess what? Yeah, You're injured. I would Sit say out. I would say if you don't want to throw in Brown or Dehop, I would throw in a Julio Jones who is still being yeah. drafted very high. So that could be one where okay, fine, flip one of them, maybe a Dehop. Um, the the last one here is obviously Robert Woods. Uh, Robert Woods, despite not really living up to expectations, that was the Cooper Cup pick instead. But still, in PPR and half PPR leagues, he was still a top ten receiver. Yeah. Um, he was still playing phenomenal ball, um, and got hurt, you know, after those nine weeks, 12.7 average. He was, he was playing, he was, he was being very consistent for you. Very good. He was doing exactly what you wanted him to do. So, um, those are the receivers here. You want to give the tight end to the flex and then I'll finish off with bench. I do. I do indeed. Uh, tight end was kind of a toss up here between. Sorry. You know what? We missed one for receiver. We forgot to mention Juju. Yeah, we missed that one. My bad, guys. Totally missed that one. Um, not that he was doing awesome, but like you expected a lot more out of him. So for him to get hurt as early as he did, that sucked. Especially where you drafted. So him, yeah, maybe he, maybe he switch out D Hop. Fell down. Yeah, but maybe maybe maybe, maybe throw D Hop and D-hop. Brown I'd out. Maybe switch out Brown. Well, and, but and, maybe throw out D Hop and Brown and throw in Julio and Juju. Oh, Those yeah. would probably be where I would go now that I'm thinking a little bit more about yeah. it. Um anyway. Yeah. Tight ends so, and flex. Solid, solid. I mean, Kittle and Gronk um is who we have here for tight end, and it's it, again, it's it's kind of a toss up between the two. Uh, Gronk, you know, yeah, he had the time off and then he came back and won another touchdown with Tom Brady. They went on a yacht and did God <laughs> knows what and came out really drunk. Air quotes again. Um, can, you know, can, I say, can I say Logan Thomas and Hawkinson maybe instead? Who like got I mean, hurt and didn't, never really came back? Yeah, I would I would I would agree with Logan Thomas more because he was he was still drafted as he was so drafted he was drafted very high as a tight end. So I think Logan Thomas actually wins his award if I I had to pick one for real. Maybe maybe Tunyon if you really want to go but you know, he was Uh, trash beforehand. He wasn't I mean people that were trying to rely on him was until last year and then everybody jumped on his jock this year and he didn't do anything but get injured. He's like, you know, the second coming of Jermichael Finley. So, um, Finley? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I've been drinking. <laughs> okay. All right. Just making sure. Just making Finley, sure. I got his name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Give our, give our flex, and then I'll throw out the two bench ones that we've got. For me, the flex is Kareem Hunt. 
mm-hmm. well for us, but more for me because I had had some shares of Hunt. I was he, really high on him this he, year, yeah. and he played well when given the chance. Um, you know, Cleveland was a, a run heavy team. We knew that that was happening. He performed well when Chubb was there, and didn't really shine as much as we would like when Chubb wasn't there last year. But then this year, we felt it was a different year, and he just still didn't do it. So, you know, I got to go with Hunt because you were looking at him in drafts thinking, I'm getting, you know, Chubb light four rounds at least later yeah so oh yeah i mean everybody likes hunt especially in ppr happy PPR leagues yeah. um so i get you so i'm gonna finish off here and uh we wrote down three bench players the last one here is swift i mean he's still a phenomenal player you know just got hurt at the wrong time yeah. and you know came back last week and was good all the work but whatever swift i think is fine the other guy is here though honestly um chris carson you know, was kind of being drafted as an RB two type early to RB two range. Got hurt early, really crushed people. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was another one where people were th- saying, you know, look, he, he's going to you know be better than he was last yeah. year. Never Believe really happened. Got hurt for four or five weeks. Even when he came back, and because he got injured, the team realized, oh, maybe Daryl Williams actually might be better. So they just kind of kept riding Daryl Williams a little bit more and using him a lot more. So the injury didn't really keep CEH out of games as much. to put him on the all-injury team as a lot of these other players get put on there for. But because he got put on the – because he got injured, he lost his role. (laughs) Meanwhile, Darwin Thompson's like, hey, hello. <laughs> that's here. that's that's funny. Um, all right, so I'm afraid to do this. I'm gonna let you go first, but maybe I'm gonna do this on purpose because I need to clean up things. But um, we're gonna do the. Um, I will introduce this award. I mean, so we're gonna do we're gonna do a uh, a player each that both of us are a little a little irked about for various reasons. And uh, this award is called the the player who pissed AJ off the most. So, um, go crack open a beer, bring it back. No, try to keep it a little short, I AJ. Did. I, uh, I Not I, you. You don't need well, to. I I had already finished the three floors. Holy cow. Brewing Co. <laughs> okay. Um, this Can one just... is actually probably the perfect one for this because that's a middle finger. Um, yeah, that is good, actually. I like that. Three Floyds Brewing Corp. Sorry. Uh, Space Station Middle Finger. American okay. Pale Ale. Shout out Nick Tanetti, my boy, bringing this back from Indy for me. Um, but I'm already uh, about halfway through the blizzard of hops from Trogues. You know what? The player who pissed AJ off the most this year was AJ. Me. Hmm. Myself and I. Didn't see this me. one coming. No, you did not. Um, not only did I finish dead last in my home league that I've been running for 20 plus years, um, and have probably multiple championships in, but I 
somehow figured out a way to F myself out of two championship games in the Crab Cake League, which you were in, and mm. in a league that you got the second place money in, which I should be owning the first place money in. Yes, you should. Because I damn near doubled yes, your you did. and Scott's score. Well, I have various reasons why that happened. Thanks, AB, for leaving the field. It doesn't matter. I would have. I, I told you you would have destroyed. Seventy-two points. Told you you would have destroyed the us. The player that truly pissed me off, Mister Braxton Berrios, because that's no, your wait, fault no, again. That's my fault. No, um, you should be mad at um, stupidity. Travis Kelsey is the person you should be mad at. Nope. Nope. No, no you should well, be mad at Adam Humphreys. He's the guy the you picked up. Game. <laughs> Because guess who talked about Travis Kelsey? How about we get on to be mad at COVID? Is that cool? Let's just do that. Two, two weeks. Well, I don't even know what I just said. I think I just said two weeks a year. We don't even know. Um, Nobody knows what you're talking I about. I meant a go. A go. Uh, yes. I mentioned Travis Kelsey being out for the semifinals week on our podcast two weeks ago. Yet managed to keep him in my lineup in the Dynasty Six Pack League, where I also have Mark Andrews, um, uh, Gasecki. I have I have like decent tight ends that I could have easily plugged in there, and uh, I don't I don't think that was the twenty. Was that the the game Laplant where I had uh, the, 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 the Burkhead on the fucking bench with twenty eight some points. Mm. Yes, could have beat Ho. Yes, yes. Damn it, Kevin! Fucking fuck. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but Kevin got smashed in the championship, which I also would have gotten smashed in the championship by back to back winner. Still, John you would have been there, man. Um, so I would have been there. I would have won more money. I'm mad at myself for sucking at this year. Sucking over Christmas week and yeah. I yes. Mean, I, and I blame the NFL for that. Not I only think did it's you stupidity fuck they have games on shut Christmas. Shut up. I'm on a soapbox. Not only did you fuck everybody by making Christmas on a weekend for this year and somehow fucking with the moon the and the calendars, fault? you know, millenniums ago. Huh. But then you go ahead and air a documentary about a great football mind and kill the son of a bitch. Oh Fuck you, Roger Goodell. <laughs> you were dead to the world. All right, world. so I'm going to move on here. Um, I'm out. AJ, you want to announce the award since that's what I did for you? <clears throat> the player <clears throat> Joe wasted a lot of hot air on was... I feel like I should have a balloon where like, I, let, I let all the air out. I should have done that. There are balloons over there somewhere. Anyway, poor planning. All right, stop it. Uh, yeah, I mentioned him earlier. It is Mr. Mike Davis. A hard runner-up is Darren Waller. We already kind of said why. We both touted heavily to go after Kelsey and Waller. But Mike Davis was that, look, I wanted to go heavy after like one running back, right? one early running back. And then I wanted to kind of load up on some receivers. And then I thought Mike Davis is just sitting there for the picking. 
he was a prime candidate to take over that Atlanta running game and be really, really, really good because look what he did in Carolina last year. And he's got, like, no competition. Who the fuck? Where the fuck did Cordero Patterson come from? <laughs> week one, I'm going, like, what's happening? <laughs> and then week two, I'm like, oh, my God, this is real. Week three, I'm going, oh my God, this sucks. <laughs> and then week four, like, and I literally just held on to him all year because, like, running backs just started dying. So it was like, well, I have nobody to pick or nobody to pick up and can't drop him for anybody and whatever. So, yeah, sorry, everybody who uh, trusted me to pick up some Mike Davis. Thank you for support. I um, I long. We love I, it. Don't listen to me about Mike Davis. I, I, uh, I at least ate my own crow there and um, drafted him pretty much everywhere and crashed and burned in almost every single one of those leagues, except for the one league I actually did drop him on, which was the Crab Cake League, which, AJ, I don't know if this is, if this is just like karma, but like you actually picked him up, and then your team loses. Hmm. Maybe it's I Mike Davis' him up, fault. And then I touted him, and I lost because of my own stupidity, not because of Mike Davis. I'm going to guess you lost of because of Mike Davis, so maybe you should be pissed at Mike Davis. The same. All right, guys. Um, and, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, for listening to I this show. Glasses for you tonight. Okay. You're gonna come at me with that. <laughs> okay, keep eating your French fries. Uh, anyway, thank you again for listening. Uh, this this uh, this actually concludes our 2021, I guess slash 2022, if you want to call it that. I don't know what to do with this anymore. It's a bit NFL for extending the season. Yeah. Um, Dare you kill John Mad? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for listening all, all season long. Hope uh, hope we helped you be successful. Hope the site helped you be successful. And uh, again, hit those hit those subscribe and follow buttons. Give us those ratings. Uh, we appreciate everything you can do. Uh, we are going to keep going through the month of January, which we don't usually do. We're going to get into some dynasty talk some some early next year kind of previews get us into some uh previews for draft prospects and things like that and then come february we're gonna be jumping right into baseball so if you are a fantasy baseball player then uh keep with us guys we uh we help out everywhere we can so that being said i am out and um cheers to uh this season and uh hope it was a good one good one for you all peace